name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and the Man. The Gospel we have just heard is, uh, is about one of the parables, and as you may know, the parables are a story. People love stories. And Jesus Christ was a great story storyteller. They're always talking about great teachers. They are very well in storytelling. Because story is a very powerful tool in teaching. So he was a great storyteller. He said a story. And definitely there is a moral, a moral he wanted the people to perceive or to get out of that story. And the story is uh, an owner of a vineyard and he sent the servants to work on the vineyard and he expected to get the fruits. And when he sent his servants to get the fruits, they started to disrespect the servants and they cast them away. So he decided to send another time, a third time. And same result, disrespect, and they didn't want to give him of the fruit of the vineyard. What he should do, he came up with the idea that he he should send his son. And his son, they will respect him more than any of the other servants. And what happened, they said, okay, we will kill this, the, the, the son. And then we'll get rid of the, the owner of the vineyard and, and the vineyard will be ours. And this was set to, for the Jews to, to think of something. Definitely this was about them. And, and that's why their leaders started to get into a confrontation with him because they, they knew that he's talking about the, the Jewish people. That they're, because they were the people of God, but because they weren't holy, he said, I'm going to reject you. And I'm going to take the vineyard from you and I'm give it to another. Because you, you weren't faithful. You weren't responding. You weren't accepting my love and my message. So, and this is the meaning, the contextual meaning. The meaning of their context. But also it extends to us. It means we are given the holy life, the Christian life, the church. And if we are not holy... If you are not faithful, we would have the same, the same fate, the, the same, uh, what happened with the, with the, the Jews would happen with us. So it's a, would happen with us, which means we need to be faithful and not to respond the way the Jews were responding to God's love and God's message. That's why we became the new Israel. It's not because we are biological descendants of Abraham, but because we are descendants of Abraham by faith, not biologically. And and that's why the 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 psalm that was read it's definitely about the the church So the the, the psalm it says, return, we beseech you, O God of hosts, look down from heaven and see, visit this vine. It's the, the, the cry we, we are raising to God, asking Him to pour His mercy and His grace in His church. 
Return, we beseech you, O God of hosts, look down from heaven and see, and visit this vine, the church, your church on earth, from the east to the west, from the north to the south, everywhere, all over the world, your church, your people, the people of the church. The church is the body of Christ, the body of believers, the, co- the community of believers. So look down from heaven and see and visit this vine and the vineyard which your right hand has planted. It is planted by your hand. And we ask you to pour your grace. Definitely. Um, it, it's a great passage. And a great passage from the Psalms as well. With what's going on. I want to I wanna talk a little bit. There, There is big incidents happening in the church. And they shouldn't go unnoticed. So I want to talk about the questions that are raised up by the last incident that happened of the murder of one of the bishops in his monastery. And the questions, or I would rather say the challenges that are coming up are, how can this happen? And how this can this happen to a bishop by one of his monks? How this would happen in a monastery? Does that mean that Everybody's like that. Does that mean that there is corruption within the monasteries or within the church? Does that mean the way of monasticism is not correct? I mean, great question. We need to wrestle with this question. We cannot just whether say that, no, they are not real question. We don't need to think of them. We cannot say that. Now, on the other hand, it's, it's very important that we have the right answer to this question. I'm not saying that I'm going to give you the right answer. But I'm saying we need to think moderately. We need to think wisely. Otherwise, if we get wrong answers, it will affect our relationship with the church. It will affect our spiritual life. So, how can we think of, of that? I'm, I'm just give you, I'll give you what I'm, th- I'm thinking of. And, and I hope you will you will also be open to what I'm going to say. So I think, number one, we need always to remember that the church is God's church. It is the one planted by Him, and He is the one who is taking care of her. The church is, and His people are His. We are His people. And He's taking care of His church all the time. All the time. That's why we, we never lose our faith in the presence of God. Okay, how can we deal with something like that? I mean, we shouldn't be surprised. I mean, that's what Pope Tadros was saying in a very powerful sermon. Many were talking about that sermon last week. And he said, among the twelve, one out of twelve was a betrayer. One out of the twelve disciples of Jesus Christ was a betrayer. He betrayed him. He betrayed him very, um, say, violently, very, uh, uh, I mean, it was very, very sad. I mean, the, the, the lover of mankind, the, the, his master, the one, the, his teacher, the one who entrusted him with many, we don't know how, what responsibilities Jesus Christ gave to the disciples, but at least we know that Judas Iscariot was, was, the treasure. So we, we at least we know what he was doing. He was taking taking care of a big job. But he 
loved the money more than his master to the point that he sold his master with the, the price of just a slave. So we shouldn't be surprised the church is still on earth. This, the church is still on earth. So there is weaknesses. And there is people who will get uh, into the, the church and they, they sneak in and to, to try to harm the church. But the church would never be harmed because we are in God's hand. We know that the devil is fighting against us. We know that. I mean, we have never been promised that we'll be protected, yes, but the protection doesn't mean that we will not again get into the fight, get into the warfare. We will get into the warfare. We've never been promised that we are not going to get into the warfare with the devil. And that's why we, there was, there will be people, Jesus said that, there will be people who will kill you because they, and they will revile you because you, you are following me. You have my name on you. So the church is still on earth. Also the, we need, what should we do? I think what should we do is the most important thing. We need to focus on Christ, Jesus Christ himself, and on his altar. And, and I always say, we should, I, I, I hear it frequently that people would say, I stumbled because of something happened in the church, because someone in the church, because of a priest, because of a bishop, because of whoever. Man, I don't, I don't like this idea at all. We never stumble. We might be a stumbling block for others. We might. And we should take care not to be. But I would never stumble. Why? Because my eyes are not on the people. My eyes are focused and completely focused on God on his church, on his altar, and his person. And if this is clear, if this is clear, I would never stumble. And I would never get surprised. Definitely, I'm not saying we shouldn't be shocked with what happened. I never say that. And actually, it's a good sign that we get shocked because that means we expect the church to be holy. But we also know that even the church is holy, and it is holy, or he is, she is holy. However, we know that there is people, again, who will get in. Jesus Christ said that, and St. Paul told the Ephesians that there will be wolves who will get, try to get in, and they will try to give wrong teaching, they will try to take people away from God. It, again, this is promised. But within that, we are promised that we'll be internally protected will be shielded from inside that we will not stumble that's why we need to focus on God and his altar another thing I think we need to do is to be sanctified to be holy the best way to react toward any weaknesses in the church that we you and I and every one of us should be sanctified and live a holy life during the time of Elijah, he stood before God, so disappointed, so frustrated, and he said, everybody's gone, everybody's leaving you, everybody is worshipping the idols of that time, and I'm alone. God told him, no, you're not. There is 7,000 knees who never bowed to the idols. There is people who are sanctified, I know them by name, 
we don't know any of their names. We have never, we, we, we don't know any, we don't know even one name out of the 7,000. But they are very much known to God. They are known by number, they are known by name. That's why we are expected to be those 7,000, even if there is, there is weaknesses within the church. So our holy life, our repentance, it, um, it, it withdraw, it asks for God's grace to be poured on the church. So our best response is that we pray and we be holy and we repent for God's grace to come again and, and, and be on, on, uh, on us and on His church. Another thing, we should never panic. We should never panic. And again, there is people, again, who coming into the church to try to harm people. There is people who are in the church and because of the devil, they changed. There is people who began very well, but they didn't continue. St. Paul was talking about Demas, one of his disciples, and he said, he left me and he loved this world. He began well. Judas Iscariot, he cast, cast out demon. He cast out demon. I think it wasn't said explicitly, but we know that Jesus sent his disciples two by two, and they came back and said, even the demons are... Even demons are cast out by our by by your name, and he told them, "Don't don't be happy with that." So I I, ex- I expect that Judas Iscariot was one of those who were sent to cast out demons. But even though with that, he ended up being a betrayer to Jesus Christ and committed suicide. This happened, so we 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 should never panic. We should never panic, but we should pray. And we should pray. And you should never also think that if someone did something, and if there is weaknesses, we, we should think that we extrapolate that to all the way, for example, for monasticism, as if monastic life is not, is, this is monastic. No, this is not. This is not. A very, a last comment, and I think it's, it's very important. It's not, it's not the least important. I left it to the, the end, not because it is l- at least in importance. I would say that we, sh- we will hear now that we have social media, we have all kind of stories. I mean, just a quick glimpse to the Facebook. We, we would get many stories, conflicting stories, true and untrue stories. But if we get... Uh, drowned or, or taken into the church politics. I always say that. It is the shortcut. The shortest way to destroy our spiritual life is getting in, into church politics. But if we want to do something, we pray. And definitely our prayer will count us among the 7,000 who never bowed down to the idols. The people who are known by God. And because of them, the blessing will be staying in his church, within his church. Because of those people who are holy. And there is people who are holy everywhere. Everywhere. Again, we shouldn't think or extrapolate 
that if there is an incident happens somewhere, then everything is bad. No, this is not true. And we should never think of that in any way, in the church context or even outside. However, again, we need to always be focused on God, Jesus Christ, the Holy Trinity, and the altar. And may God be in His church. And, and again, we need to pray this song. Return, we beseech you, O God of hosts. Look down from heaven and see. Visit this vine and the vineyard which your right hand has planted. And glory be to God forever.